0: I won more premiships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created
1: an, to an absolute... Respect, Respect, you. You Respect, man. Prem, Boys, we are here to ranch. James, We have to do justice before we just sliding right into the top four. To the I didn't guys. want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of Good afternoon. Ann Patrick. Uh, you are in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a B team. Any- what
2: do you mean? I don't have an office I'm talking world exactly. world. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Welcome. Welcome. To Prem, de la Prem Welcome back to Prem de la Prem. We are rolling on with our Summer Roundtable series. The oil is in the ground and Messi is in the air. Potentially on a flight to Manchester. That's right, we're talking to our Manchester City fans. We've got Kate, we've got brother of the host, Tim Crowley. Here to give us their opinions on where a city goes from here. We're at a bit of a crossroads with Guardiola with the team how they get back to the pinnacle of the Premier League and potentially the Champions League and of course our everyone's favorite goat we're talking about how Messi could possibly change all of that and don't forget obviously little bit leave it our season predictions and a fun segment Patrick incepted did they play for City this is a fun one you can just play along with any new City fan who's in your life see how they like it we definitely love talking to these guys check it out We now welcome on our two esteemed, recurring Manchester City fans and guests, exclusive for Prem de la Prem in our summer roundtable series. We've got the Manchester City superfan, Tim Crowley. And we've got Kate over here, um, who I'm sure will be following Tim's lead, being that he is the massive fan in this group. And uh, now, obviously, um, we're super excited, Kate, to have you on as well we have been biting our tongues on any messy takes with the other roundtables we've already done because i'm I'm saving all the juices for this for this pod um we're so excited to get your guys take on it um we'll kind of run it in this way we'll get into some of our criticisms we're calling it flaw in order executive producer dick wolf (laughs) we're gonna throw out some probing questions about city that you guys will need to chat about, defend. I'm sure it'll take us in a whole lot of different directions. And then Pat has a couple fun games uh, planned for later on in the pod, culminating in, of course, our little bit Leave It, which is the staple Prem de la Prem segment and a chance for you guys to leave your mark with some crazy takes. Uh, First and foremost, Kate, I know you've been manifesting the messy transfer (laughs) for quite a while. Oh, my gosh. This isn't part of Flaw and Order, but we'll get there. What are your... What do you say is the percentage chance that this is actually happening? Because it is Ugh. the news of the summer.
0: Percentage of I'm cautiously unoptimistic. Um, if that's even a term. Cautiously I'm saying, unoptimistic. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think because that's just being heart. pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> but cautiously. I'm, pe- I'm cautiously, cautiously pessimistic. That's, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. There it is. Um, I'm saying it's like every 15 minutes I'm getting a new update, so, and today of all days feels like one that's pushing it more towards optimism, but I'm going to say 25%. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Because I know what it's like to reach out to a production company for assets and then never have to use them, <laughs> so. <laughs> Which is the latest thing i am seeing. <laughs> Tim where do you
1: stand are you cautiously pessimistic
3: no very very optimistic 100% chance it's <laughs> <he's> coming
1: <laughs> i need that no doubt about it it's 100 it. it's basically a here we go yeah These no amounts. i'm getting ready just for it, it. <sighs> i can't
3: wait just kdb and messi standing over free kicks ready to go oh. so oh my god 100% chance one, one. it's happening uh Happy yeah i've seen KDB conflicting day. reports in the last 15 minutes as well but you can't have an unhappy player and you can't have Arguably the best player in the world be unhappy. So wherever he yeah. wants to go, ultimately, so I think they'll they figure out a way to get him there. Here's
1: here's what I'm seeing, Kate. We can transfer sources. Tim, I'm sure you also have some very reputable sources on the matter. <laughs> uh, Instagram. I saw Messi didn't turn up for their their preseason coronavirus testing, which is mm-hmm. a big statement of intent. But like, the, the it how could he have been more clear in his intent and want to leave? Um, Patrick and I have reserved the right to believe this is a little bit of posturing, but now it feels like even for posturing, it's pretty aggressive. Um, on the other hand, La Liga just ruled that um, he, his, if Barcelona do not want him to leave and are not willing to sell, you have to trigger the release clause, which is like not a real thing. It's like yeah. 700 million pounds or whatever. But it brings up um, what you guys mentioned. You can't have an unhappy player and you can't have an unhappy goat. More so than just a player. So it's like something's got to give in this insane transfer saga. Um, so it, it's 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 exciting. I, I, I think to lead it into flaw and in order, this is my take that I've been squatting on. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, if you have a chance of signing the best player in the world and the best player ever, you go for it. 100%. But yep. how does he solve city's problems is the best way I'm going to phrase this to you, because I think city has the best attacking squad depth in the league and their problems did not lie with creating chances in the front in the top third of the pitch. So mm-hmm. like while this messy thing is exciting, is that a distraction from what you need to solve, which is the back half of the field.
2: James, you're being too polite. Let me read what James wrote down. <laughs> How does messy solve your crap defense? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like the 08 but, Patriots. We're just gonna right.
3: throw offense on top of offense.
0: Yep. <laughs> if we score eight if a game. See if you can match it, right? If we score eight a game, then we can slip like six times.
2: Yeah, but it is a fair question. That was that was clearly the Achilles heel of mm-hmm. uh, of City's you know title defense last season. Uh, obviously, brought in Nathan Aki, who you know I think is quality, but I don't. I'm not, I'm not sure he's a world beater. He's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, Yeah. let's, let's talk about that defense. How are we fixing that? Is Fernandinho still considered a center back? What's up?
0: No. We have Laporte's back healthy. I think, well, we'll see if Garcia leaves, but it's been good seeing him in, especially in some of these bigger games. I think getting that experience is going to be really helpful. It was really interesting to see Cancelo switch over to the left Um, I noticed on the right, he was never really allowed to fly down the pitch like Walker was allowed to. Um, But you saw him kind of move it down really deep on the left, making crosses like Mendy. So I think if he stays on that side um, and stays fit and keeps training over there, we could see some good coverage on that side. I think Kyle Walker is still one of the best right backs in the league. Um, If we sign Kubale, which has been really back burner, you know that's just more reinforcements back there, but and I will always stand for my man Ederson, who kind of plays as that
1: Golden <laughs> so, Glove winner, Edis, Ederson. Golden yeah. Glove winner Ederson. That's the he biggest can, what the fuck statistic <laughs> I <think> I've ever <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: seen. At the end of the season,
1: I'm like, wait, I, no, no, there's <laughs> no way.
0: <laughs> so if we can keep passing the ball back to him and he can keep distributing like he's doing, I mean, I think it's just nipping and tucking back there a little bit and. Um, staying healthy is going to be so important. So that's my defensive yeah. take.
1: That's, I mean, I was going to hinge on that last thing you said. If you didn't bring it up yourself, like staying healthy is very important. I think Laporte's back, and we're banking on him being okay. <laughs> yes. By the way, I think Pep still blames Rodri for uh, Laporte's injury, which is like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. with That yes. back pass. <laughs> very Pep. Yeah. Never yeah, would have
2: gotten injured if you played it to the right at the right pace. <laughs> Tim, what do you what do you think?
3: I think the center back, the center of the park's too slow. There's no pace, or there's not enough to keep up with the pace of other attacking teams. Um, Yeah, offense isn't the problem. I don't know who's out there. Like, I'm not as well-versed in the the player transfer market. Um, But I think, uh, you know, quality aside, you need someone that's going to take on that company role in the locker room just Mm -hmm. as a leader more than anything, more than the actual play as a center back. Uh, KDB doesn't seem to have the... The voice, obviously, he leads by play more than anything, but you do need that voice somewhere. And I think uh, that was a huge loss when when company left. So I think filling that role is more important than the actual play on the field. But you see, the squad maker. was that Sorry, was
2: that an issue with David Silva? Yeah, because I think that David I Silva so. has – I mean, he deserves a statue if he's not getting one. He's a, a legend, a city legend, probably in their all time in their all time eleven. But for me, like transitioning from company to Silva as a leader, I think that was a shift for city last year. I think they had other problems but yeah who is who is your your club captain? is it is it kDB is kDB the guy for that?
0: I think so. that was my I think it was the first time I was chatting with you guys. I was shocked by the David Silva captainship um I think that he's such a quiet player and he really just kind of speak through his play and I know that it was kind mm-hmm. of handed to him as a um, you know, a farewell, knowing it was his last season with us. I mm-hmm. always wanted KDB to kind of take the reins coming off that incredible 1819 season where, um, you know, we won the league. It was by one point. He really kind of took that leadership role, I thought, um, seeing company kind of transition out. And so I was really surprised. Anytime KDB captains, I have a feeling we're going to play well. So I think that he can learn to bring that locker room Um get people on his side in there but right now I think he's our best choice
2: back back to the defense real quickly um, you mentioned Cancelo one of my questions was like it's like it, around their transfer strategy you seem to buy another Kyle Walker and then have nowhere to play him and he goes on the left you know it's he's doing it he's doing a job but he's not a left-footed player to kind of get up and move forward that's not really you know if you look back to, to, to Pep's teams historically he had really attacking full backs, you know, left on the left, right on the right. Uh, are you content with Cancelo as your left back? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm hearing Alex Tellez's name a little bit, who I think is a quality quality player in the Portuguese league. I don't know who else is on the market. Chilwell was obviously a big transfer. Is that position solved? Because I, I, with Aki, Laporte, and you bring in Koulibaly, I think your center back position sorted. Mm-hmm. If it's it, The left would still be open to me. So that's, that's my, my last question on the defense. Hmm.
3: I like them. I think they're. The, you get two cow walkers out there. They're the same person to me. I don't know. This is just coming from FIFA mostly, but it's Mendy season. No, leave right. Mendy on the bench. But no, Cancelo <laughs> and um, and Walker are fine. I, I honestly do think the problem's just down the middle. There just hasn't been yeah any consistency there for two years now. Well, you going know, on two even, years.
0: Even last year we had to fill that spot with Zanchenko. So I feel like mm-hmm. we've always kind of been able to slot in and kind of hold hold up a little bit Um, but I agree I think our center is where we always you know let the ball get through Mm,
1: fair enough yeah well let's keep it on with player development Farron Torres another signing who uh, again I haven't seen him play in person very much based on my limited knowledge can we just have have a quick
2: like f f f to pay respects for Farron Torres he signs with Manchester City and then Messi becomes available
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's just gonna go straight to the bench (laughs) yeah it was like this wasn't part of the deal, but uh, like, Ferran Torres, in his own right, is like one of the most exciting young prospects to come Very out of quality, La Liga. Yeah. Um, who's on the hot seat in that in that city front three? And I do, if it doesn't go in this direction naturally, I want to steer it to our favorite uh, England and Man City player, Raheem Sterling, who by all accounts had a phenomenal season and then just like brought up the ghosts of past with an absolute bottle job in the Champions League against Leon.
2: How so, many yeah, how many years of good work did he undo with that one sitter?
1: Is Sterling yeah, right. is Sterling on the hot seat? And if not, who is in that in that City front three?
0: I don't think Sterling's on the hot seat. I think him and Kuhn still dominate those two positions. I think it's so tough. No, it, it's hard thinking about the future, knowing that Messi could be coming on. Um, just because I immediately go, anyone who thought they were playing hit the bench. Enjoy your year playing with the best <laughs> at practice, <laughs> and then you can reevaluate what where you see yourself going. Twenty five percent though, Kate. Twenty five percent chance. Let's see what Twitter says right now. Um, <laughs> No, I think, like, Maraz, I think, might have a little bit of a risky spot there. He, um, especially with Torres coming in, I always, I mean, Maraz just saw a lot of the bunch in general this Regardless, year. Regardless, so yeah. yeah. I think he might be kind of on the hot seat. Um, Does Aubrey, Bernardo
2: Silva drop in the midfield? Because he had a really good year, but he's kind of more traditionally been that right-winger player. Is he kind of become your David Silva? Maybe I'm just lumping them together because they're both small and technically gifted. And named Silva. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fair
0: this might be, and Tim, let me know if you agree or disagree, but I think Bernardo, the way Bernardo Silva plays, it's so different than how David Silva plays. Um, I think Bernardo plays more of the same style as KDB, where it's a really powerful, you're kind of taking pe- catching people off guard and making really strong passes. I think Gundogan actually plays a little bit more like David Silva, plays a little bit tighter, moves the ball around, has those quick little passes. Um, I think him and Rodri still need to keep kind of working their one-two together a little bit. They were a little shaky this year, but I think Gundogan actually fills that David Silva role a little bit more than Bernardo Silva. So I actually see Bernardo maybe taking us some more time on the bench too.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's a good analysis. I'm, I'm kind of operating under the the assumption that Messi's going to be up there, which just totally changes everything. 100%. Yeah, we, we got it. So, I mean...
1: Yeah, 100% means, like, let's just slot him into the starting line. Exactly.
3: So I'm thinking, how, how everything everything's going to be revolved around him, then at that point he is your offense, him and KDB. So the whole game plan changes. Pep's going to get the best out of those two. Um, I, I've just never been super high on... on Gabby Jesus, um, I know he's a good player, but out of the, it, I don't see him sliding back into that, taking over, you know, Aguero's role, or sliding back to where, you know, Silva could play. Raheem can go out on either side, could play up top if need be. Um, mm-hmm. It was one moment, Let's... but I'm not even really worried about that that moment because it it should have been called offside. It should have been a foul beforehand on, on VAR. So we're not even worried about the Sterling miss. Oh, but okay. um, understood. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just operating like Messi's going to be in the top three. Then well, you got Sterling let's stay, out wide.
1: Let's stay on something you just said. You're not that high on Gabriel Jesus. I think Sterling takes a lot of the attention as far as, like, the media cycle and, and, and general Premier League fans outside of City who, are, who fixate on Sterling. They're like, is he good enough? Is he not good enough? And you can have that debate. I'm more curious about Jesus, and I want to know from a City fan perspective, is he for real? Have you guys bought into him? Is he an Aguero replacement? um what's what's the pulse on him
0: I buy into him if Kuhn is healthy it's so it was so hard seeing Kuhn go down I think it was was it February I can't remember if he was in, at the United game or not um but knowing that it was just Gabby that was going to replace he him yeah. was it's kind of tough because he was involved in a lot this year he still put up 15 goals. He had seven assists. I think that's more assists than Sterling had. So he's good, you know, getting that ball across the six yard yard line for someone else to tap it in. Um, but as like our goal scorer, I still, that's still Kun Aguero for me. So um, I don't see him as the Kun replacement, which is why it was also hard to see Mara's on the bench a lot this year. Um, so I'm hoping that, you um, and stays healthy. Sterling has another stellar season again. I don't think that miss really culminates in how he how well he played this year, mm. and um, I think we can keep working on some of our players and fin- on our finishing. But yeah, not sold.
3: Yeah, if you look you, at the,
2: I've mentioned it before on, on some other podcasts, but if you look at the expected goals and then what that did to like the expected table, like City won the league by 20 points. So there's there was a lot of luck that didn't go their way. There's a lot of luck, I think, that did go Liverpool's way. I'm not here to make an argument that City were the better team over the course of the, the year than Liverpool. But but you'll certainly s- pose it. Yeah, I'm not making it. I'm just putting it in the universe and seeing what sticks. It's just, it's a, I just sit on the fence. That's how we operate here at Premdol. <laughs> yeah, but I think with, um, you know, because if, if I'm thinking about eras of Manchester City, company, Silva and Aguero are... S- so inextricably like linked, right? They're never, they're they're the three, right? They're the three that kind of took them into this. Big disrespect
1: on Yaya Torre there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't last as long. So I think that that's that's kind of, I think he was a little bit, I'm just talking about Aaron. Like he was like five to 10 years before. He was part of that like evolution, but like I'm, I'm more speaking towards like their ages and the fact that you lost company one year, you lost Silva the other year. The question has to be asked how long is Aguero that guy? And I think that's, that, that, that uh, Jesus was certainly brought in to be an understudy and eventual successor. Is he still that guy knowing that, you know, if Aguero's got two, three years left at a, at a top level, or are you going to start to look to the transfer window uh, as, as Aguero's career winds down? <sighs> <sighs>
0: i don't like thinking about coon leaving
1: <laughs> i'm sorry phenomenal, phenomenal point of view <laughs> just, just no, so no. it's not it's not gonna happen i mean we've had that's how i approach most of my like challenges in life <laughs> i'm not gonna think about that <laughs> that's future james's problem right? yeah, that's future me problem
0: um i think that we have to look for the we have to look to the transfer window we've had Jesus for a couple of seasons now. I would have loved to have seen his numbers up a little bit higher in like the t- between like 22 and 30 goals a season, especially when he's getting like I think he got like 32, 33 appearances this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like he's outside of him scoring that goal that allowed us to be the Centurions. It, I can't really remember a time that he's really kind of slipped slipped one in when we needed it the most. So I'm still never looking at him Mm. to kind of be that savior in a game that needs it the way that I think a Sterling um, or a KDB or a Kunar.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: You know who we haven't spoken about? That to me just feels like the epitome of the like, meme of the guy with his girlfriend like looking over the shoulder like there's always someone else (laughs) Foden this was meant to be his time right like it's Silva's gone Guardiola obviously loves him and has a lot of respect for Phil Foden but again we keep going back to this messy vortex and the talent that you have in the team like when is Foden gonna get his time and is there a guaranteed place for him in the starting 11 next season man that's tough that's the. I mean, that has to be
3: one of his biggest problems. just talent management. I thought part of the drop off this season was the lack of Sane's minutes. I just thought that he opened up a lot moving forward, mm-hmm. and that it we played the first half of the season. <laughs> what was that? Towards ACL. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying the lack of there was, and then Mariz doesn't play as much. Those are two pacey guys that that are on the wings. I love a good four-three-three three, or three attacking with two wingers just bombing down the wings. Mm-hmm. Didn't Plus have. Pep. Didn't have that as much, so it'll good. Good to get Messi in here. He'll be run one side. Maras will be on the other side, and then yeah, you have a nice rotation between what KDB, Rodri, Foden, Fernandinho, Silva, just kind of rotating in those spots based off of, I guess, who's healthy, and, and you'll be good to go. Messi solves everything if you haven't told so, or if you haven't I mean, figured that out. It's fair, you know. You, you slot in Messi, then I think he's gonna he's
2: gonna cover for so many of your. Um, not even say problems, but like he's just going to elevate you in so many other ways. That it'll it'll kind of offset some of those some of those other problems. You brought up Rodri. Um, I don't know if I just don't watch enough City or if he doesn't play enough of a glamorous role. How would you rate his first season? You know, he was he was supposed to be, uh, the Fernandinho replacement. Tim, you loved how long his legs were the last time <laughs> we spoke. I'm not sure if that's something that you, you still love. Um, is Rodri still still that good fit at the the the, the holding midfielder role? Because he does kind of seem. That's always been, uh, if you if you think back on Pep teams, that has been a, a linchpin, whether it was uh, Busquets, Javi Alonso uh, to 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 Fernandinho. I think he got a lot out of Fernandinho kind of more in his more, in his more prime years where he hadn't lost a step or two. Uh, is, is Rodri that replacement? Because I think that's an integral part to a Pep system.
0: I think he can get there. I think this year, it was, you know, learning the system, and again, the Laporte injury I think challenged everybody in that area. Um, I think seeing him play a second year um, is going to be really how we can really judge him. I overall give him a seven and a half, eight, seven point seven five for the season <laughs> um, because so he did precise. give us <laughs> he did give us three goals, and I can appreciate that type of. Um, contribution and I'm pretty sure two were off the head so that's huge for us because we have in in the air problem
1: little munchkin team
0: yeah so I'll as, take three goals Tim from named
2: him. his fantasy
1: team Roger Longlegs
2: I actually made his fantasy team uh, forced him that. into the league <laughs> <laughs> signed him up with his email built a team around Roger. <laughs> how do we do this year yeah, better than me did you even check the team
1: no we just let that's it run. amazing that's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, well, let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room. And Kate, you've appropriately worn the Pep City shirt. I don't know <laughs> if there's anything. Is it just Pep City? It's just Pep City. It's Pep City. I love, I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> We're not here to slander Pep. We all know he's a good manager. I I, I think the way the season ended has brought about a lot of questions more so than answers about the way the direction this team is going. Obviously you forfeited your title to Liverpool. The Champions League didn't happen this year. There was a lot said about how Pep chose his team for Lyon and the way he approached it, um while you're seeing Klopp, you know, pick up all this praise at Liverpool. Are we are we all faith in Guardiola behind the wheel? Does he have the right vision for the club? Is he still as good as people believe him to be um what's what's our take on that
3: yeah i think this seemed like champions league or bust this year uh, in terms of just whether you deemed it a success or not but i think they put a little too much effort probably into some of the domestic um cups however first four years two prem titles three league cups one fa cup and a champions league appearance every year so Pep's not the problem i think you just got to uh if you really want to win the Champions League, that has to be the main focus and and worrying about all the those side games that don't really matter as much or, or fighting for a title is going to take away from that. So, so it the, seems like just you have to focus on just winning a Champions League at this point. That's the, that's the one thing he hasn't been able to do. So
2: you're referring to the Premier League season as the side games that don't really matter.
3: No, no, no. Like, you know, <laughs> FA <laughs> Cup, seen, Carabao seen, Cup. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are enough. those the same thing? Those aren't the same thing. League Cup, fair FA Cup. No.
2: Yeah. No, fair enough. What about UK?
0: i don't think pep's the problem i think that well i do think that he overthinked our game against leon um i hated that lineup the second i saw it and was like oh no and not to quote KDB because it broke my heart but it was different year same result. um yeah, yeah. and it was just heartbreaking to hear that because i just was like it really did feel like it was this year of all years um i and i think that. I'm not going to say it was overthinking it, but I think that it was a lack of confidence um, on both sides, both coaching and the players, Yeah. especially against a team like Leon. I think they got six in, in the, uh, the
1: French League.
0: League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the French League. So I wish that we entered those games with like that Shark mm-hmm. team mentality from two years ago where it was, we're going to come out and have 81% of the possession. We're going to constantly hound the box. And if things aren't working, we quickly adjust. We did not. Um, I don't think we adjusted when some of the things we were trying weren't working. You could tell the players were doing what they were supposed to do, and it just wasn't right. And we just weren't able to kind of um, recalibrate quick enough. Um, so I think that's where our problems come in. Sometimes is we. It's not a bigger picture thing. It really is a small picture thing where it, there's too much focus on the one thing at hand and it's not the overall ethos of what we've been doing and then therefore our confidence drops and we're just not able to come out and have that same um like make you scared mentality that I think a team like a Liverpool has come out and done quite a few times where they might not necessarily be the best team on the pitch but just you know they come out with such gusto sometimes that it takes away takes some of the wind out of who you're playing and we weren't able to take the wind out of um, anyone we were playing in some instances. Yeah, it's funny.
2: Sorry, go ahead, Bat. I'm honestly not uh, having a go, but when you talk about, like, um, kind of that team mentality, uh, like, did you replace Arteta? I'm not, I'm really not having, like, a go about Arsenal, like, anything like that, but... You know, surely kind of the right hand man of the of, of, of Pep, right hand man of the manager, needs to be replaced. Like did you replace him when he left? Did you promote someone internally? Is that a if if just does Pep need somebody like that to kind of level him out?
0: I'm pretty sure we replaced him, but I can't I just don't I, know, yeah. No. I'm not as familiar to, uh, with
3: so I'll have yeah, to wait same. for the next season of All or Nothing to fill you in on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, I think losing Arteta was huge. I mean, you can tell how close Pep and Arteta were. I think before the FA Cup game that we had against them, like Pep asked for approval like post-game to like go get a glass of wine afterwards because of all the like, testing and coronavirus. I think he misses his – they seem like best friends, misses his best friends. So I think that they're yeah. just – They were definitely a good partnership that, you know, Arteta was so understated, I think. And now look at Arsenal. Um, They've really championed what he's brought over to that team, and they've already seen, you know, some trophies come their way. So
2: I think it's just going to be fun. They've seen one trophy (laughs) come their way. You have to earn your place in that friendly. It's not a friendly. It's a trophy.
0: It's a trophy. There's
2: there's only one way into that friendly, James. It's more of
1: a shield. Um, (laughs) Yeah. no I, I think the funniest moment for me Pat Pat and I were watching at a nice safe social distance we were watching the Arsenal-Man City game the FA Cup semifinal and it was like Arteta was on one side of the dugout Pep was on the other side of the dugout kind of sulking and his first assistant manager was just chewing his ear off and Pep was just looking wistfully over to like Arteta on the other side just like fuck this guy like I don't even know who this guy is it was a really funny moment um, oh my god it's funny to think that it's, 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 it's
2: uncanny. The dress, the mannerisms, everything.
1: Pep is undoubtedly, you know, top three manager in the, in the world right behind Ollie. And it's funny to think that, um, in the, <laughs> it's funny to think that he has like maybe a level of insecurity. Fact, fact check me on this, but I don't think he's won the champions league since his Barca days. I don't think the he trouble, won it.
2: The treble winning season.
1: I don't think he won it at Bayern.
2: Correct. Um, we know, so, did he? he won he beat Dortmund at Bayern or was he not the manager then Bayern beat Dortmund in like 2013 2014 was he
1: not there I'm not positive okay. I th- I'll fact yeah check that. I think I think but, they won it the
0: year before and then the year after mm. I don't know
1: okay well we'll Some get our fact-checking department on that right away I think my point being like he knows when he came into city like that was the goal and despite like assembling the best team to go and win the premier league he still have has this little like monkey on his back that he can't scratch and like it was clear he just did a classic like people expect me to be a tactical mastermind so i'm going to name this weird team against like the seventh place team in france and um i don't know it, it it's interesting to know if it shook your confidence at all it sounds like it didn't but questions no, to be asked i mean yeah, he did
2: not win he he joined the year after they beat dortmund there so, you yeah. go 2011 I mean, was his last Champions League one. He needs. We Messi. had
0: s- we had so many chances in that Lyon game that you can't just put it on Pop, I, and I'm and beyond just Sterling that Sterling miss. Um, you know, Fair. There, so there's got to be a commitment to finish on the field, and I think that comes from both the players and the manager, and I think that goes just down to our confidence. So, I yeah, it is a monkey on our back. Darn it. <laughs> I think yeah. I said, I I don't need the Champions League trophy, I just want it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just don't need it. Needed. You could stop hearing it, because you know Pep's good enough to win it. You just,
1: you know, yeah. just
2: stop it. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That all right, sure. well let's, um, yeah, let's get into a little fun segment here. So we're kind of doing them all uh, a, little, a little geared to each team. Um, I actually had fun looking this stuff up and I was a little surprised, but we're gonna play a game called, Did They Play for City? So I'm gonna list <laughs> off some players uh and you're gonna let me know whether or not they played for city i'm asking both of you will need to be uh given some answers some of these are easy some of these are hard some of them are ridiculous we're (sighs) gonna start off with bradley wright phillips did he play for city
0: yes yes
2: no sean wright (laughs) phillips his brother city (laughs) that was a trick one
1: that was a trick one (laughs)
0: I'm so annoyed right <laughs> off the bat <laughs> I was like I just bought a Sean Ripes Phillips 98 99 away kit D- yesterday yeah
2: so Sean Wright Phillips city legend <laughs> Bradley Wright Phillips uh, MLS legend brother uh, okay moving right along to the Dutch international hey, you're 19- wrong
3: 32 appearances 2004 to 2006 Bradley Wright Phillips really according to to wikipedia
2: i was just on
1: wikipedia
3: i wonder what? if those were uh youth is
1: that digits. nyc was that yeah, first keep it team? rolling we'll get the uh, we'll get the <laughs> fact checking department on this
2: yeah fact checking department's busy during this podcast uh okay next one wow that's um, a point for us wow wow i'm shook all right nigel DeYoung. yes i'll say no he did he did <sighs> Now I'm question it. So,
1: Tim, look it up. He did play. Nigel Diong did play, and Bradley Wright Phillips did play. Yes! But I also give you guys a little bit of shit for not doubling De- down. <laughs> to be honest with you,
2: I didn't even look Bradley Wright Phillips up. I just thought it was a trick question. I, I think no they idea. both played together. I mean, they're twins. They probably came from right? the same. He had some
1: first-team appearances, for sure. Mm. Love it.
2: All right, Next. <laughs> Uh, Kieran Trippier, current Atletico Madrid, former Spurs player. Did he ever play for Manchester City? No. No. Well done. He was a City city squad member, but he was on loan for four straight years. Never made a (laughs) first-team appearance. Well done on Kieran Trippier. You guys are cruising. Arsenal and French legend Patrick Vieira. Yes. yes. He did. He went to City after his Arsenal days. Yes. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. done. England, England national, and Liverpool great. Daniel Sturridge. No. No. He did. He was at. He was he at beforehand? City before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was at City before he went over to Liverpool. Actually, no. did did well. What? Okay. Uh, finally, last but not least. This one's a little bit older. Our good friend Jurgen Klopp. Did he play for Manchester City? No, no. I was hoping you guys would have more confusion. <laughs> we were tonight. we were
1: hoping for a bite on Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: we thought I was hoping that you guys were going to think that's so disrespectful. It must be true, but no. He never left. He never left Germany during his playing days. You guys did well there. Well, actually better than me uh, since I didn't even do my homework. So, well done. That was did they play for City. Um, James, you want to take us into a little bit leave it.
1: Yeah, first off on that, thinking about, like, famous managers as players, I saw a meme, or it's probably just in the United Twitter, that was like, I saw Ferguson scored 50 goals for Aberdeen in his career. Picture Sir Alex as an absolute marksman. (laughs) It's just like you can't. It just doesn't match up no no i think jurgen had a pretty understated uh career as a player as well Yeah, yeah um okay let's take it into little bit leave it it's a little bit leave it this is now one of our favorite new segments on the podcast mostly because patrick just loves tossing takes out into the into the universe and letting them swell and build and no one really checking them on it so that's the whole point of this we want some crazy, outlandish, or realistic takes from you guys on what you think is going to happen this season. Obviously, we want some city ones, but they don't need to be exclusively city. And then the idea is that we'd, we'd have you guys on at some point midseason um, to check you on this. So we won't be too aggressive in calling out your takes right now, but we will check you on them later. So uh, I guess I some have, good examples. I have one as well if you want me to kind of start off with some examples, but
2: if you guys have some ready... Dive in. Yeah, some examples. The ones we've mm-hmm. been using. Jadon Sancho will sign for the United before next time we podcast. Nicola Pepe say will that. be in the that. team of the season before his contract is up. Uh, so those are just they can be they can be all over the place. Um, they can be grounded. Um, I also had you know Burnmouth will get relegated with like four match weeks left, so it wasn't incredibly <laughs> hot.
1: So he, also, he also had Kai Havertz would go to Arsenal, which um, <laughs> it's not technically overruled, but I dropped it, know. James. I dropped it. I, I anyway. said you had it. Okay.
2: Do you guys have any uh do you have anyone's anyone's prepped or you want me to kick it off for you?
3: Yeah, why don't you go? Why don't you get us yeah get us
1: rolling? Okay. There? Tim's not. like Leon- I have one prepped, but I would like for
3: you to go first.
2: <laughs> I've got Lionel Messi will yes. break
1: the goals
2: and assist record, not combined, separately. He will set the Premier League goals and assist record this season at Manchester City. Which are? I think it would be I think Salah had thirty-two. And then KDB and Andre both have 20 assists. So I'm saying 33 goals and 21 assists in his first season at Manchester City. minimum. I think he's breaking both records.
1: Hang on. You're saying Messi.
2: Lionel Messi. Okay. Love this it. This season. Yeah, okay. So I am I am doubling down on the Crowley 100%. He's coming to Manchester City. It's done. He's going to come in. Ooh, I'm already kind of regretting that because he's going to have to be quarantined for a few weeks. Whatever. He's going to get it done. He'll figure it out. He's going to yes. knock it out. Both records are his this season. I, I really can't wait to see him in the Premier League. I'm so pumped.
1: Are you 100% on it happening?
2: I think that him not showing up for the COVID thing is a done deal. I do believe – like, Messi has a way out of that contract. And I think that he – there's no way that Barto is going to be this fucking stupid where he can't get 200 million and some players for Lionel Messi – Versus letting him go for a free next that's, year. Yeah, that's what it is. Messi yeah. has indicated clearly that he is done. You know, he it's it's. I think it's gone beyond the point of posturing for me. Mm-hmm. So I think he's done, and I think there's mm-hmm. one landing place. And quite frankly, if they could also pay seven hundred million, so there's no regulations this summer. Money is not
1: done. a figure. I love it. Okay, yeah, it's
2: getting done. <laughs> okay, so oh yeah, that's God. the framework we're working. Wow. In.
0: A also, trans- we were, a once-in-a-lifetime
2: transfer, and two records to drop it. That's I just, a little bit leave it.
0: I have to go on record that we were absolutely vindicated this summer. By the way, so so you guys. Oh, all we didn't later. even
1: talk about that. <laughs> Which one? A Complete financial vindication
0: fair play. Of, finan- of our oh. CAS ruling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, nothing twenty lawyers can't prove, right? Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Manchester uh, City is innocent I mean if we've seen every anything from uh, the Maguire trials I think there's a <laughs> what it Yo. what is right and what is wrong these days
0: Where is the lawnmower? oh my god too funny yeah
1: that's it. our transfer business is breaking Maguire out of jail this time. <laughs> yeah that's the center-back so pairing anyway you we know, do yeah. okay, so to, m- to learn from back long to
0: long messy long. breaking records Ab- <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> I would say like fifty goals. Ooh. <laughs> well, am I? I don't
1: know. I don't all right. Be well, Kate, I know you them. had some prepared ones. I, I did. Wanna, yeah.
0: they were they're they're all the assumptions again. My pessimistic, no Messi. So
1: okay, okay, brilliant. that's a yeah, good different yeah. perspective.
0: Sterling and Kunaguero account for fifty goals between the two of them.
2: Is that goal contributions or just straight up
1: goals? Straight up goals. That's a- all. All comps. I could get behind no,
0: that. No, no, no. Just just Premier League.
1: Love 25 that. apiece. That
0: 25 one, apiece. Coon would was, that be a
1: record? Like a, was a on, Probably.
0: Yeah, Kuhn was on track before his injury to have at least 25, 26. Sterling, I think, is just going to keep getting better. Have either
1: keep... of them broken 25 before? Aguero probably has. Aguero yeah. certainly has. Yeah. I
2: think in all comps, Sterling has. I'm not sure if he's done it in mm-hmm. Premier League, but he's had close to 30 yeah. in all comps.
0: Yeah, so that's my that's my me putting it onto the universe. A lot of right. goals coming from those too. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly think they could do it.
3: Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Okay. I got a two parter. Part or one A, one B. Uh, either Messi comes in and breaks the EPL set piece record goals off set piece.
1: Which is what are you talking about I, free kicks?
3: Yeah, yeah. Set pieces. So you don't
2: know the number, you just think he's gonna break. it. Yeah,
3: it doesn't matter. He's breaking it. There's not even you don't, don't even look it up because whatever he this scores this easier. year is gonna be the record. Or as a team, they will set they will set the team record. City will uh, for set piece goals. So that could be corners as well, I guess. Direct free kicks.
1: Oh, well, I'm gonna try and pin you down here. Hold your legs down, Tim. No, the I'm team one him.
3: goes to all set pieces. <laughs> Messy, <How do> you... <sighs> individual goals. Oh God! This direct is off a... set piece.
1: This is our Should fact be... checking and analysis department nightmare. <laughs> we have our interns working overtime to try and figure out these crazy takes that you guys are throwing out into the world.
3: Messi's scoring a lot of set pieces. That's what
1: that's oh, what's yeah. gonna happen. What's
0: part of Seriously like scared thinking about Messi, KDB, Maras, and Bernardo Silva all stepping up to that ball.
1: It's dangerous. There's something seriously wrong in my brain, or maybe I'm just the ultimate fan of the sport. But I want this messy to Man City deal to happen so bad. It's like a once in a lifetime thing, and you're like our bitter rivals. I just, <laughs> I just, I just need, I just need it to happen. I, mean, I think this
2: record for a player is going to be like five. Like I think it's, I think all it's all David Beckham, four or five free kicks in a season. That's yeah, my so guess. So far, it's I'm going back to 2017. It's Coutinho on three. Oh, that's easy. it's easy. We'll do that yeah. one
3: game.
1: Right.
0: let <laughs> will do
2: that on boxing
3: day. What are you talking about? Jason Jason. Against, also against Wolves or Crystal
0: Palace.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put some money down on that one. Gotta Ooh, find you a Toria bookie that'll cool. take that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kate, okay, did you have another one?
0: Um my other one is now I'm putting some good energy out for our defense. I'm saying twenty clean sheets. <laughs>
1: 20? out of out of 38 premier league games <laughs> yes holy <laughs> shit one, one more
2: than half they had 16 last year so it's an improvement and if their defense was the question mark it's not as outlandish as it may seem um uh, but old old wild card ederson i just wow i'm not gonna i'm not com- commenting but um yeah the guys,
0: <laughs> you guys i I would be upset i'm gonna get right. a matching smiley face tattoo
2: I would respect no, that so much.
0: For real. The second what about can... the
2: flower? Are you gonna get the rose or is that too much?
0: No, I'm just gonna do the smiley face.
1: You're gonna get it because. behind the ear? Same spot. Same place. spot. Yeah. That's sick.
0: I'm not gonna get a colored yellow though. So it's just gonna be black and white, but the smiley face do, is happening. Can we do an exclusive prem
1: de la prem release of that? Like don't post that to your Instagram. Like <laughs> Absolutely. We'll it from our channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, Will Jones still owes us a picture of him in you his got, jersey. So I mean,
0: you guys know I love Attercyn so much. I went over four. We- I went over four wearing his kit this year. Most notably, the Wolves in December game.
3: <laughs> so double down. Let's get the tattoo.
1: You cross levels of super fandom when you buy the goalkeeper kit. I feel like that's a known fact. Like when I'm at the few times I've been to Old Trafford, you look over, you see someone in the, the De Gea jersey, you're like, this guy's like on, on a certain <laughs> level.
3: Full long sleeves with the
1: elbow. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, hats. the long sleeve. Wait, you, can't forget, you can't beat it. A United fan yeah. judging someone in a De Gea kit? I can't. <laughs>
1: It's not, ju- it's not just. like negative the judgment. It's just like you're on. You're if on. If you wear the gloves too,
2: it's like a built-in, built-in coaster. Oh my you God! Know, you just
1: got to write in your hand. You can have a imagine nice imagine just nice rocking cool tough soda. the deeper gloves. All right, so, man, I will definitely
0: yeah. keep you guys posted on that appointment, and you'll get first, first I love that.
1: first ride right of refusal. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! All right, that was a
2: that's that was a good one. All right, let's let's wrap it up with our. You know, we need to do it. We got to hold your feet to the fire. We have. A level of understanding about what's going to come out of your mouth as far as who's going to win the league, but we need a full top four prediction. Yeah, four to one, one to four. Start however you want. Um, let's let's hear what you got on task How's the of this season, season. going to end.
3: Okay, so obviously City wins the title this year. You know, mm. we get back to mm. it. Year five for Pep, third prem win. Um, Liverpool in two. It's going to be a two horse race again, but I do see United uh, making a, a little bit interesting. They ended their season with some strong play, I will say. Um, They did look good just from the the Crowley eye test, which is basically how I judge teams for the entirety of a season. If I catch you for 25 minutes and you look solid, well, we're rocking with you. Yeah. The Crowley eye test hasn't failed me either, so fair play
2: to you. you're
1: You're saying you judge a team by watching them?
2: Yeah, strictly is, off is of that, like... Is that, the,
1: is that the takeaway there? 30 minutes of
3: play. I have, a, I have a note saved in my phone to go back and watch the uh, U.S. women's uh, quarterfinal to watch Rapinoe play, because it's some of the best outside <laughs> midfield work ever, and that's just... So, that's how you knew she was going to be good, if she wasn't already uh-huh. in 2015. I digress. Um, Chelsea or Arsenal in the... In that fourth <laughs> slot. I do love my Americans uh, becoming a more relevant piece of.
2: You can't say Chelsea or Arsenal.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm deciding right now t- he's, as, he's as working we go.
2: On it.
3: I think I'll just okay, go with, okay. with Chelsea, um, the Pulisic led squad. I love me some American players. I'm still waiting for. An EPL team to start three Americans—that will be my true favorite team. But as long as we got this oil money and and no, <laughs> no Champions League ban, this was almost a tough one. I might almost showed ground. up on a on a different episode had that Champions League ban stayed in in uh, in effect. So we're back for another year. But that's the top four: City, Liverpool, United, Tim, Chelsea.
2: Tim represents the City fans that everyone hates. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's oil in the ground. Uh. Yeah, <clears throat> fair enough. All right, Kate. Okay, what about you? Top All four. Right. What I'm is mixing.
0: It? I'm mixing my two, three, and four up just a little bit, and I have some reasons. So obviously, City wins. Can't obviously. wait. Obviously. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird not having that gold patch on the sleeve, but that's <laughs> fine. We'll get it again. Number two, I have Arsenal. Couple reasons. No. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. I feel what? like this is Mikel Arteta standing pretty hard. <laughs>
0: okay. Well. That's a big reason of it, but they've also – they've beat us. They've beat Liverpool twice. they beat Chelsea. Like, they've kind of – this past, like, what, 16 months, have kind of raked up some good top six wins, so I'm going to say that they come out strong with this new mentality. I think Obama Yang is probably going to win Golden Boot again, but – or he didn't win this year, did he? Or he did. But I think he's going to be up there. I think he's going to just keep smashing. He's really feeling himself right now. Okay, Arsenal. Then I think – that's that's incredible. Then I think I'm going to go Chelsea. We, I um I think they're going to bench Kepa, so that'll be fantastic. Coach Kepa on the bench. We can all get um, behind that. But I think yeah. they've got they've I think number done really well this transfer window, obviously now that they're allowed to actually buy some players. So I think Timo <laughs> is going to be really fun to watch. He's also super cute. So putting Chelsea <laughs> in number 3 for consistently signing really good-looking players. And then <laughs> I mean, you're probably wondering where Liverpool is. So I'm going to put them fourth, but I'm going to say United and them are going to have a battle for fourth. Oh,
1: it's so nice of you. Thank you.
0: Uh, well, I think you guys had a good, like a like you guys were saying, a good run in this back half of the year, but I think it's kind of waning a little bit. I think some of the excitement, some of the slick is falling off a little uh-huh. bit. Um, have you guys signed anybody Yet.
1: I was just telling you. I got off the yeah, phone with Ronaldo Woodward. Yeah, Ronaldo or and, Messi. Uh, oh, right. Don't so, think so. Van de Beek think, got across the
3: line. Don't
0: think you've line. really changed it's up your team that much. I think De Gea is still wobbly from that Portugal mm. loss. Um, and then Liverpool, That's they've not a bad won, take, to be fair. They've only anyway. won 43% of their game since coming back from the break. So, I'm going to say that without Anfield, they're mediocre. And I think their front three are mediocre and i think their back line is mediocre so i think they're going to battle hot, for four.
1: Hot takes. those are
0: that's those are my top five
3: i was all God. in on that take literally <laughs> until just got a text the second point i think from colin amsler
0: <laughs> our chief our, our chief, chief muppet, muppet, muppet
2: officer. officer it's not a here we go but fabrizio uh, is indicating that the um united to vanderbeek is very close or Vandenbeek to united is very close to being done
3: so
1: i got yeah The take it's more interesting
2: but the, uh, i can't say
3: anything you said was wrong the no home games or no home field advantage is massive
1: uh mm-hmm. something that can't be understated shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem for city
0: i was just gonna say we actually That's been playing saying. pretty well without our shouldn't fans. Be a problem
1: <laughs> it's gonna hit liverpool I really do
2: yeah, think it will. It'll affect Liverpool. Anfield is the most. so intimidating to play. In.
1: Shouldn't be a problem for Arsenal. Shouldn't be a problem for United. If we're, no. if we're in all honesty, yeah, right. Um, we're more of away fans. Um, yeah, no, those. I mean, those are some spicy takes, guys. And I can't wait to get you guys back on I love to it. Uh, hold your feet to the fire as things get a little a little spicier mid season. Got a, uh, a
3: championship um, take as well. Swansea City promotion this year. You got to give some love to the championship. <laughs>
1: Thanks, thanks, Tim. Tim, what? <laughs> Why? Why?
3: Um, co-owned by the DC United owner, so there it is. if we there could there get 125 mil, that would be. Can you Truth leave that out, out, please. Oh
1: man, <laughs> yeah. That
3: would be clutch for my half salary right now. Let's get I some love that. some EPL money that. in.
1: A little personal promo for the end of the pod. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for jumping on. It's always a pleasure chatting through the latest and greatest with City. Um, as the season progresses, like I said, we'd love to have you back on.
0: Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.
1: It's been fun. Until next time.
0: Thanks.